Welcome to Gen Z Academy, where we school you on the mindsets of this generation. I am your host, Jaden Lightfoot. And I am your co-host, Jonathan Faulkner. And we have three special guests with us today. Anthony Henry, Davion Pipkins, and Aaron Lucas. Yeah. How are you guys doing today? Great. Just in this college life. I'm going to get used to it, though. You know me. I'm trying to just stay out the way. I'm starting up a clothing brand soon, so I've been just trying to stay occupied and everything like that. Chilling, trying to life, you know, trying to stay focused and all that. And Jaden, you know me. I'm wonderful. So for our social issue today, we'll be talking about athletes and protesting. Now, we all are athletes, some basketball, some softball, some football, some track. But the main questions everybody repeatedly asks around this topic is, why is it important for athletes to protest? Is there anything that shows athletes having a positive impact on social change? So my question to you guys is, what is protesting to you? So I guess I'll start. So protesting to me is just like going out there and just like, sticking up for what you believe in um and of course there's different ways people protest but i mean it's just going out there with a group of people and just showing a message if that makes sense yeah protesting to me is just like you said standing up for what you believe in going out and showing that it is more than just a slogan or more than just some words is an actual movement and it's actual meaning behind it yeah i agree with jonathan a little bit same explanation, just going out, telling everybody what you believe in, what you think is right, and showing people that you stand up. They should step step up for it, too, if they believe in the same thing. You can't just be quiet all your life. I think that protesting to me is just like uh, being able to use a voice for something that's like a change, something that's that you see is not right in the world, and using your voice and using your actions to change like a system that we, like, you know what I'm saying, a system that is broken, I feel like. Like people protesting something that they feel is not right and they want it to change, so they protest. I feel like being an athlete is more is way more important to protest and get, use your voice because everybody's looking up to you. Athlete, everybody, you got eyes on you all the time. So I feel like you, you need to use your voice in the right way and use your brand as an athlete and show people what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a big agree with David on, on that. I just feel like, yeah, you just, like, protesting in a lot of ways. Like, I feel like you just support the cause and just uh, letting everybody know that you, like, really just supporting the movement and you believe in what you believe in. So, Is there an example of athletes actually having a positive impact? I mean, you, you can say, you for sure can say Colin Kaepernick. That's the first person you, you for sure can say. I mean, you could say the athletes, well, I say LeBron James. He doing a lot using his voice and his social media to and he the number one everybody looking at LeBron so um the first person that comes to mind is Colin Kaepernick and just how uh revolutionary that situation was um and how it really shows that being an athlete and using your platform like everybody could hate you but 
even if you're doing something right, then you know it doesn't matter what people say. Yeah, just to, I agree with both of you guys. Um, and just to go part, um, go back. My bad. Um, but just to go back on what you guys said about the whole social media part, like, I think it's very important for people to realize, like, you don't just because you're not like use it in any way even if you have like five followers at least you reach those five followers like right right use your social media for good because a lot of times the connotation connotation for social media is like somewhat negative because it's media yeah um and then me personally i may not be the person that goes out and holds a sign and do the protesting but you you guys have definitely seen me on, you know, social media and using all of my platforms to get the message across, you know? Yeah. And Davion, Anthony, you guys actually went and protested. So, like, how was how was that and, like, that whole experience? Aaron went protest. too, right? And yeah. Aaron, yeah. You guys were all protesting. So how was that experience? Um, I feel like, well, if I was to speak first, like, I feel like it was exciting, like, to see all the people that came out there and it was like, especially in Detroit, like everybody that it was so many people, it felt like everybody's just there for one reason. It, it felt like you have power in numbers. Like it was, it was actually fun to like what happened, what happened. May I ask, what were the demographics in the protest in Detroit? It was actually surprisingly a lot of white people and, you know, a lot of black people, a lot, a lot of black people for sure. But it was, well, it, it was like, a lot of white people that, that was like, it was uh, like when we went in front of like the police officer, they was putting themselves in front of us and stuff like that. It was a lot of white people to like to at least like have it even, I guess. Not not too even, but like it was a lot. Of, it was surprisingly a lot of white people there. So it was, it was diverse yeah. when it comes to black and white people. Okay. Yeah. And other races too. It was a lot of other races too. Mm-hmm. There was an incident that did happen at the Detroit protests that you guys were in. So. You guys, would you like to discuss what happened? It was a little miscommunication with the officers and me. So what happened was the officers, and what threw me off about this too is it was a black officer. It wasn't like no white racist cop. It was a black male officer. He threatened to hit somebody with the gun uh, that they were <laughs> on their head. So I run to the person who was going to get hit, I pulled him away. Then that's when the police officer, he came at me swinging, hit me in my knee. Then um, my part, which I got a little out of hand, I swung back. Then person who hit me, he grabbed two other officers while they was behind the little right shield people. Then that's when they started charging at me and stuff. Then that's when Davion noticed it. Then he tried to help me trying to push the officers off me because I ain't doing nothing. All I did was yell. I was like, why'd you hit me in my leg? I was just trying to help you out to get the situation calmed down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to use my you. like my body to shield him because they was trying to like really hit him. It's like six officers on him. And that's when they was like, they had grabbed me and like threw me on the ground. And I for sure, like I ain't do nothing. I'm trying to help him. I'm trying to I'm trying to like tell them to chill out. Like and it was six of them. Six of them on Anthony. And uh, that's when, like, everybody else was running. And I'm like, Anthony was behind me. So I had seen him when we would start running. So I just ran straight to him. I'm like, I need my body to shield him. And then I couldn't even get over there for real, for real. And that's when the police officers grabbed me and about three or four of them. And they started beating me, too. Don't let these police officers fool anybody or anything. Because while they was on top of me, they was snatching my 
ripping my shirt. They snatched both of my chains off my neck. Yeah, they was hitting me with the club yeah, in my they, head. It, it was, stuff uh, what's the car? Detroit Free Press got it too on recording. Jeez. Wow. So my question is, one, how was it like worth it? Like, do you think you did what you wanted to do? I feel like... Um, I don't think it was worth it for real. Like, I feel like we, we was there for a message, but it wasn't her. Like, we was just, we basically was just there because we was there on the first day. And after that day, it got worse. That's when they came yeah. back with like the bullets and everything like that. Like, it got way worse. Yeah. Like, they, they, they definitely was not hearing it. Like, they was doing too much. I was like, uh, right next to David. Well, he was like a couple, like, he was like uh, a couple of feet away from me. But when all that happened, that's when we walked back, but after I swung back, he didn't do anything. Then that's when we kept walking back. Then that's when the little riot people with the little shields and helmets and stuff started walking towards everybody, making yeah. their line and stuff. Some stuff you'll see on TV. I pretty much, like, everybody, like, the whole crowd pretty much ran. Because like, like, the officers start charging at people. Like, the crowd, like, dispersed, and everybody started running. Then I took off running. And then so I took off running, I stopped. Then I looked back. But then when I uh when I looked around and I saw Davion and then uh uh Anthony that that wasn't like running with me. When I looked back, I was just in shock to see like it was like about six officers on them. Oh, I, I kind of froze because I, I at first I didn't really know like what to do because it was like a lot going on. My first experience like seeing something like that happen just to see like yeah. a friend like really getting like taken down by cops like, in a very like violent way. So, and, like, when I was happening, I, I saw Anthony, like, trying to fight off the cops. It was just, like, a whole crazy situation. Wow. Are you more willing to go to a next protest since you guys experienced that? Or are you more a little hesitant to go? I mean, I've been to another protest after that, but it's, like, I'm coming more peaceful. Like, I'm part of a, like a movement. Mm -hmm. It's called New Era Detroit. You have to be peaceful. And it's a leader that leads us throughout the whole protest, making sure we all right, making sure, like, we in line and not um, yelling at the cops. Because I feel like in a lot of black communities, when we go to protest, we got too much pride to, like, back yeah. down from officers because we already going through yeah. stuff with officers. Like they abuse, I feel like uh, the police officers try to abuse their power anyways. Like, they was talking crazy to us. Anyway, no they bait, like they baiting us to do something. So somebody keep pushing your buttons, you're going to crack regardless. And they know that, and they know that, and they using that as an upper hand. Like, right. I feel like people join the police officer, police uh, academy, or whatever, to get power, because they know they can talk crazy however they want to you, and they're not gonna get no repercussions. Because if we swing, if we yeah. swing on them, then that's that's uh, assaulting the officer. That's prison time. You're talking crazy to me, but I'm a grown man just like you a grown man. You put on your jaws just like I put on my jaws. You're not about to. I'm gonna show you respect when you. You know what I'm saying? When you give me respect. And the thing that I noticed too that Davion told me. When we was on the like the little prison bus or whatever that they had us on, yeah, that they was turning yeah. off their cameras, their body cameras while they was in the riots like, and stuff. They walking me back, talking about telling the other officer they was handing me off to, like, turn your camera off. I'm off. Oh, I'm trying to, I'm screaming my name. My question is after the whole protest and stuff, you posted um some videos on your <laughs> social media, yeah. correct? And then you had a bunch of other people, you know, basically showing they stand with yeah. you or whatever. So my question is, do you feel like... I feel like, to be honest, 
it's a hit or miss though with that. I, I'm not to me, I don't look at it as a bad way because if they hopping on the wave, it's still doing good. It might not be for a good reason, but like I feel like they still at least they still getting it out there. Like it's, it's a lot of people was posting, I ain't never talked to them a day in my life. You know what I'm saying? Or like <laughs> I ain't yeah. know them. They just were saying they hear from me and stuff like that. Like, not, like you know what I'm saying? They just try to hop on the wave. It was still getting out there. So that's exactly. all you wanted. And at, at the same time, I feel like um, you don't hit people as much until it hit close home anyways, too. See, like, oh, yeah, that's George Ford. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Trayvon Martin. But it, until, like, you knew Trayvon, like, maybe it hit you differently. You know what I'm saying? It hit differently when you know somebody and it happened like that. Like, that's why I say it's like a hit okay. or miss. Like, some people could have been like, yeah, they just joined the wave, which is still, I feel like it's still positive. It's still a positive effect. But some people would be like, I didn't think it was this big until it hit home to somewhere. You know what I'm saying? People don't realize how really right. bad it is until it's somebody that you know. So I feel like that's that it was a it was a mixture of both of that. Okay. So yeah, so basically what you're saying is even if they posted it with as a trend or whatever, the fact that it was still spreading and still out there, that's all you right. wanted. You didn't care if it was genuine or not. And I do want to just point out what Anthony said. I, he was talking, and then I noticed he said, um, he said, there was a point where I got out of line. I just want to say it takes a bigger person yeah. to admit that and to admit, okay, yeah, the process, the systematic racism, it hurt, but there is a time and place where I need to act up. And the fact that he acknowledged, yeah, I could have done this differently, just shows, you know, his purpose there. Well, all of you guys' purpose. I'm not, like, yeah, I I, I for real, for real, like, understand that and stuff like that. I feel like as a people, we tired of being always the ones to take the bigger route. So, like, when Anthony's saying, like, when he had, like, he just burst out in that and it didn't, didn't mean, he didn't mean to, it's just so much stuff built up. Like, we didn't take, took, like, for so long. and Everything just built up, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like that you can't, you're going to expect that out of, not not him, I'm just saying out of the, our people, regardless. Like, people is tired. People are tired. That's why you see, that's why you see the rioting and stuff now. Like, not getting no justice. I really do agree because it's like that phrase, I think, Dangon, you said it before. When you keep poking the bear, like, it's going to attack yeah. you. So, I feel that we've been, as a people, we've been poked at for 400 years and more. It, it's trauma. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to say thank you, Davion, Aaron, and Anthony, for sharing your story. I know it's a traumatic event, yeah. and it's not easy to talk to you, because it, it, it I'm sure it gave you guys a lot of trauma. Yeah. So thank you for sharing in front of everybody listening. <laughs> Are getting started to the pop culture topic which is disney channel versus nickelodeon now these two channels have been big milestones in our childhood yeah, what about cartoon network but... Sorry, no. <laughs> no for real for real for real, okay. Davion, for real. <laughs> okay but what we're talking about is disney channel and nickelodeon <laughs> disney channel finished 2015 as the most watched cable network on a total day basis for the first time it act ahead of nickelodeon ending the Viacom Network's 20-year finish at number one. So, my question for you guys is, hey, which is better in these three decades, the 90s, 2000s, or 2010s? All right, it's for show, Nickelodeon for the 90s. 2000 is Disney Channel, and 2010, I don't know, but it might be Nickelodeon again. Because, like, Victorious was popping, you know what I'm saying? I think that was 2010. That was true. That is true. Yeah, I think 
I think that Nickelodeon has the 90s Back. because they have all that. Had Keenan and Kel, you got, uh, that. what was that, Cat and Dog? Yeah, you hey, all, Arnold, all that, like what? Oh, you have a whole bunch of shows. Two thousand Disney you, definitely won that hands down. Yeah, because like, they got that's so raving. You got Corey in the house. You got Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. High School Musical, the whole what? trilogy. Like what? they got wow. oh, every Disney yes. movie basically up to twenty ten. Like that's a fact. That's a fact. Honestly, they have Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. They got what else do they have? And if you want to be technical, they had a uh, sister sister on there. They sure did. They had wizards. Wait, really play? They had wizards. They had also um, what did, else did Disney have? Sunny with the Chance. Kim yeah, Kim Possible was on that. I think they won two thousand. Two thousand ten has to go back to Nickelodeon because that's when they had iCarly, yep. Victor. Right. Oh. Um, I would have to agree with both of you guys as well. Like, um, I feel like Disney. Ch- no, I feel like um. The 90s definitely was Nickelodeon, for sure. Because the old school, you know, the Hey Arnold yeah, and all of that. Um, Disney, I think Disney, for sure, Ham, Disney was my childhood in the 2000s, That's you know? Right. So I had to give it to them. But I feel like the only reason why Disney lost in the 2010s is because they changed a lot. Yeah, yeah. The actors were more... I feel, I feel like every even the black actors that were on Disney Channel were whitewash let's just be real oh yeah nickelodeon had you know the true jackson vp that did hit that was a good show good show she still had she still had her spice her black girl magic she rocked it's very much appreciated so that's how that's how i'm going okay y'all had mickey for real yeah i feel like nickelodeon like they were a little more mature in their jokes than like Disney Channel was like with Nickelodeon you can watch back shows and be like oh that was funny like I get it now but with Disney like I feel like you can only do that with certain shows like That's So Raven and Hannah Montana like max but like that's really it Disney was just like it was really kid based and Nickelodeon was kid based but like again they had like their night shows like Nick at Night with like the George Lopez show, man. And, like, George Lopez was that thing. My granny used to watch that all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, so yeah, that and, and even if we add in like Cartoon Network into this category, I ain't gonna like, lie. I think Cartoon Network is almost in the running for two thousands. For for all of them, quite honestly, some of the shows that I watch, like That's So Raven and yeah. Kim Possible and all them when I was like a little kid, little kid. I don't know nothing about the 90s. That's Nickelodeon for sure. I don't know nothing about no yeah. Disney Channel in the 90s. <laughs> like, Disney Channel. I don't even think Disney Channel existed in the 90s. Like, what? Well, no, they did. They had um, Even Steven. Yeah, yeah all of them. Right. Because you had Futurama, Family Guy, Robot Chicken. You, but then you got, yeah. and, that, and that was just the late shows, though. You know what I'm mean? saying? That's just the late shows. You had Chowder, you got Johnny Tess. Oh, yes. Yeah. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Uh, Proud yep. Family, too. Billy and Mandy. Yeah, yeah. Cartoon Network. Sure. No, Proud Family was on uh, Disney Channel. Oof. Disney. Yeah. Had um, Adventures. They had Gumball. Yep. The Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Adventure did. Time. True. Adventure Time. They did have Adventure Time. They. What else did they have? They had, um, there was a show called Camp Laszlo. Oh. That- Hold up, yeah. and we, or something yeah. like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And we can't forget about the ultimate show on Cartoon Network, Total Island. Island. <laughs> no cat. I just watched that one time. That was the show. Man, that was, yes. What else? That shit, it was another thing that used to be on there, though. No. Chowder, rotter. Oh, yeah. I already looked at it. <laughs> it's a rotter, <laughs> No, this is the number one show off the Cartoon Network. Tom and what? Jerry. Oh. oh, Nickelodeon. We definitely had Jimmy Neutron, yeah. Danny Phantom. Yes. Oh, Timmy out. Turner. Tiger. Um, Al Tigre. Tom. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. I remember. Y'all remember Dora Brain Surge? Yeah, I remember all that slime. I remember like the uh, Nick. What was it? The Teen Choice Awards. You forgot Shake It Up was on Disney Channel too. I remember Shake It Up. Mm-hmm. I remember Good Luck Charlie. Oh, oh, Good Luck Charlie. Dog. Good Luck Charlie. Do- I think once they started making like Dog with the Blog and all of that, that bro, that's when they lost. Yeah, that's when they lost it. When they made Dog with the Blog and Austin and Allie, I was done. No, Austin and Allie was kind of great. No, I hated Austin and Allie so much. Liv and Maddie was trash. Liv and Maddie was trash too. Casey Undercover was the only okay show that was like in the. But yeah, so everybody, everybody thinks what? Pretty much Nickelodeon is the best. Yeah. We are heading into my favorite segment, our special, special segment. We like to call cancel or save. Our cancel or save today is the Kardashian family. Now, everybody knows the Kardashian family. Kim, Chloe, Courtney, um, Kylie. Uh, who's the other ones? Kendall. Caitlyn. Ka- yeah. Um, who else? Oh. Chris and Courtney. Rob. There we go. Rob. I already said Courtney. But yeah, oh. Rob. So, with all those... Those are Jenners, though, if you're being technical. Well, the, Gen- well, the Jenners is, like, Kylie and Kendall. And Rob. No, Rob is a Kardashian. Yeah, Rob is a Kardashian. So, the Kardashian family, Kim Kardashian West, announced on Instagram Tuesday that her family's long-running e-reality series will come to an end next year with season 20. <laughs> Now, she said that there is no big reason why the family decided to end Keeping Up With The Kardashian. It was a mutual decision. The kids who started to who started the show now have their own kids, and it's getting very hard to film all together or get enough footage separately. Now, since they're coming to an end, being to the, do you guys think that the Kardashians should be canceled or should be saved? Bro, they're trash. I do too. I, I don't see show. the point in the show. They just argue all day and just try to look cute. I'm confused how they got famous. I don't even know their names. All I know is Chloe and Kim. So the reason why <laughs> I cancel the Kardashians is because A, I think that the point of them being famous is not even a point. It's, they shouldn't even be famous, really. They are just... I can't. I just can't stand them. I don't know why. Like... I just cannot stand the Kardashian family. Every time I hear about them, I get annoyed. I really don't like Kylie. I really don't like Kim. I just not a fan at all. They're all fake. They're all just for real though. I feel like I don't know what's the point of their show. Like <laughs> they really just trying to stay relevant. I didn't even think people. I didn't. Even, I thought they've been canceled. They show. 
I didn't know they were still having their show. Like, it's been this long. Like, I was remembering they was happening now when I was like nine or ten or something like that. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Like, how, what can you really record for that long? <laughs> At this point, you just really like scripting your life. Like, you ain't even like, I know it's fake, but like, come on. Don't you get tired of it? I don't understand. Like, my, my mom God. used to watch it. Like, she don't even watch it no more. Like, I'm just confused. Like, and then, like, they just really just, like, Kim with Kanye. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they all just messing with black people, big baller people trying to get their status up. Yeah. Chloe didn't, yeah. she didn't yeah. turn Lamar Odom to, to the crack thing and stuff. I'm like, dang, they didn't vote. And then Kylie just, she just messing with every black Cancel. I said I can't mess with that voice. It's just a high pitched, basic white girl voice. I can't do it. Oh, um, well, I think the Kardashians are wanted to try their best to be like the Braxtons and have their own show. Wait, but the Kim Kardashians was first. That's cool. That's great. I'm canceling all of them. Yep, they're all canceled. They're trash. They're not funny, and they're only famous. I feel like people like them. They're only famous because they're rich. Right. But yeah. how are they rich though? Like, where do they get their money from? Okay, I, it started with first the Kardashians' dad. Which mom? He Which was mom? Lawyer for uh, or no, he was like a close. Oh yeah, OJ. With OJ. So I think it started with him being rich, and then as the money started declining, Kim did the little video with Ray J, and then that's when they got the reality show. Wait, hold on. Time out. They dad or mom? Kaylin was a lawyer for OJ. Yeah. No. No, he was. Was their other dad. Who's the other dad? So Bruce is their stepdad, not their biological dad. So why do they have why a couple of them have different names and other ones don't? Okay, because Jenner is from Bruce. Kardashian is from the actual dad Kardashian. And where is he? He dead. He died? Yes. When he died? God, he been dead. He died. He died. I think he died from like a something with his heart. Dang. Or like it was cancer, I think, or something like Dang. that. Okay. Now we are unanimous. Gen Z officially cancels the Kardashian family. Adios, sayonara. You're done. Question of the week is, is a person ever truly evil? If so, are they born that way? No. Well, I guess I'll start. Um, I do not think a person can be born evil. I think that's a trait that's learned based on your environment and traumatic events. Um, Somebody once told me there's no such thing as a bad kid. And it's like, nobody told me that. Jadika said that. (laughs) <laughs> but um, somebody yeah. said there's no such thing as a bad kid and working with kids who are at risk that's my job <laughs> but working with kids that are at risk oftentimes people say that they're bad or they're troublemakers but working with them you know like one on one and building those relationships with them you realize that these kids are they have tra- uh, traumatic past or have trauma in their life currently you know so yeah it makes them act up and it makes them act a certain way where people label them as evil or bad or disruptive, you know? Right. right. In reality, that's all they knew, you know? That's just... Yeah. That's just... I feel like... I don't know. I feel like no person is born evil. Like, 
you got to be taught everything in life. You come into this world, you you got to get taught everything. Just like racist, you can't be you can't be born racist. You have to be taught that. Somebody have to teach you. Just like your math, somebody have to teach you how to do it. You can't. You're not born knowing stuff. So I feel like that's why. Yeah, you're not evil until you you you're taught to be evil, or you the things that you've been through makes you act out. You know what I'm saying? I just don't feel like you can. You you definitely can't be born evil because you you're born without no care in the world, I guess. You know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, okay. You know. That don't even make no sense. Like, how you gonna, you gonna put a chip into the baby's brain before it's even born? Like, he don't know nothing. He can't speak. He can't think for himself. So he can't be born into a thought that he can't process. Okay, in. this is what I think. So I think that, a, I think a person can't be born evil, like you guys said, it should be taught. It, like It's taught. I don't think anyone can express um, evil notions. This question you. sort of reminded me of, do you guys think being gay is a choice? Like, that's what this question sort of reminded me of. I do think being gay is a choice. No offense to you. Of course, anyone. of course. This is just a discussion. I feel like, and I guess this comes from my like religious background, too. I just, I don't feel like you're born gay. Just like you're not born evil. I'm not saying like someone teach, well, I, just I, like I don't believe, I don't feel like you can be born gay. I don't know. I, I'm, people say you can, but I feel like you can't. Like, I feel like you gotta be, like, just, you can't know that you gay when you're born. Like, you can't honestly know. You can't know. You can't be born gay. You have to have experiences Something so a lot of people, some people turn gay from traumas or like it's certain stuff that happened when they was young at a younger age. Some people yeah, just yeah. just feel like they were meant to be gay, but you have to be able to learn that though. You can't be like that, doesn't make sense. Like, you'd have to, and I feel like you can't even say like when you're like four or five years old because like you don't even know your own body i'm not gonna say that it's a choice but hearing you guys talk about it it does make a lot of sense um davion said something about um trauma and that could have something to do with it and then davion also said um something about the environment right yeah like you gotta learn it i guess like yeah. you gotta know like a lot of people are like Say your parents was gay, you know, or like something like that. Your parent had brung around females, or had, like your mom brung around a female, or something like that. Like something you've seen, like oh, okay, like this is cool to do, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. I don't. I think people, and especially, especially, I feel like you can't know that you're gay at a young age because you yeah. haven't lived, like you haven't, you well, don't know, you haven't seen everybody. Maybe you, you know what I'm saying, but I just feel like you haven't developed all the way to know that you're gay like you know what i'm saying exactly not to say that you know but like no i agree like i feel like when you're a young age you can't say that you are i mean i, I can't say what you can and cannot do yeah. but i feel like you shouldn't say it because like you don't know your body you don't know you don't know much you haven't even hit puberty yet so like you don't even know what you want or what you like kids kids will say you're they're your best friend tomorrow and then the next day like you're they're not cool at all so it's like i feel like you can't really go off of a kid saying oh yeah and i feel like people mix homophobia 
with like just not supporting something or like yeah. not something. That's like, a good point. People do mix up. Oh, just because I don't support gay marriage, that means oh, I'm a homophobic. Like no, this is um, something that you don't believe in. I don't think it's a choice. Only because like if I had it my way, like me personally, like who who chooses to like the same sex, you know? But like who's born with it? Like it's just like I think it's the way the brain is wired, you know. I mean like, you but mean? like I feel like something had to something like, had to trigger that though. You have to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. To, to to say that I like I don't like them, I like them, you know? And the, I agree with that was a good little Good, great conversation. Um, yeah. yeah, no one is born evil. We think that they all are taught or uh, influenced. Right. And um, yeah, this is this is a really great. This is a really great episode. Thank you guys so much for being a part of it and just coming out and you know stating y'all's opinions, stating y'all's experiences. Always, and always, always. It's always you know saying it's always cold with me and that. Thank you, Aaron, Davion, and Anthony for stopping by. Yes. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We are at the end of this podcast. I know you guys are crying in a distance, but it's okay. We will be back for our fifth episode next Wednesday. And I am your host, Jaden Lightfoot. I'm your co-host, Jonathan Faulkner. Thank you, Aaron, for stopping by if you're listening to this. Thank you guys so much for watching. And check y'all later. Bye.